Hello and welcome to Brown and Hurley's Big Podcast. I'm Daryl Evans, dealer principal at Brown and Hurley Caboolture, and I'll be hosting this second podcast series. Join me as we explore the history and culture of this iconic Australian truck company. You'll hear from the company and the big rig owners, along with other special guests, as we continue to celebrate 75 years in the trucking business in 2021. Welcome to the big podcast. Let's hit the road. Today I'm joined by Mr. Mark Tobin, Managing Director of Follamont Transport. Follamont is a family-owned business based at Eagle Farm on Brisbane's north side and I believe commenced operations in 1984. Welcome Mark and thanks for joining us today. Thanks Daryl. Could you tell us, Mark, a little bit about how Follamont looks today? Uh, Predominantly today is an express freight um, service throughout Queensland and and New South Wales, focus on regional network and it's about um, being in every town every day. Um, so we're doing from a dry uh, dry express freight through to refrigeration, through to the mail, bread, um, but everything is, is very fast moving and predominantly it's all through, as I said, Queensland, New South Wales, there is some interstate to the business, but we do about 150,000 k's every night. Excessive fleet of about a thousand, there's about 300 forklifts, but we're self-sustainable um, and with a focus on service to the customer and just driving a really high dive which means delivery um, in full on time to all our customers. So what do you see as your point of difference, Mark? What makes you a good value proposition? I'd say the, the change in the legacy has definitely been our business has been driven by service to now where we've got a, an engaged workforce that's actually driving the service, they deliver the service. So it's really a point of difference is our people. Um, our people make a difference today to where they understand what it, you know, what's what we're all about and, and the values and our, our core business but our purpose around being um, you know, driving relationships and being on time every time. That's fantastic and tell me Technology is um, is huge everywhere these uh, today. What um, technologies have Follamont adopted to make you more efficient? Probably the biggest one of late, Daryl, has definitely been the CNI machine. So we've we've put that all through our our line haul systems. There's about 300 prime movers with them, and that has definitely ch- changed our businesses. When we we did a whole change management program to do to get buy-in from the drivers, but that system there. Um, I think was about half a million dollars. But today, I've got you know we've got footage of where it saves people's lives, and I, I believe it's probably the biggest changer. That's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but MT data, so everybody can do you know their spot checks every morning, their pre-starts. Um, we've got drive cam. Um, there's innovation around the refrigeration. Um, but virtually every driver, so we'd have any of the extensive 500 drivers, has got some sort of a personal device that actually is all about linking data. One other thing we've done with our business, because our business is so diversified with our revenue streams, we've poured a lot of profit back into um, what we call a board BI, which is a, a analytic tool where you know, we've got 100 managers that have got um, real-time data in front of them that can make decisions on the fly. So this, this, this thing just brings all the data together and from a profit and a loss to fuel consumption to how much we're making on a carton to um, our dive fight. So every business unit has a module in front of them that we've built. We've got developers that have been on this project now for about three and a half years. Um, so they sit in a back room and just keep programming and bringing all this data in and, and building um, this board BI tool that actually just creates everything and, and actually produces data instantly to our management team so they can actually be making decisions on the fly for the better of the business and the best interests of the business. I remember you telling me quite some years ago 
when you were at the start of that project and yeah, yeah. data is everything to our business like i said we've got a, a our customer base is about twelve thousand, so we take uh, the i don't know there's a point of difference at the moment daryl but we take data from every type of business whether it's a mum and dad in Longreach or whether it's a, a multinational other transport company or it's a, uh, australia post so the, the amount of data that's coming into our business we had to have live visibility vision of how we actually make decisions on the fly and in the best interest of the business sounds like a great innovation for the yeah, business to yeah move it's definitely forward. changed our business mark i know you've been a, a strong advocate of uh, women in business uh, yep. particularly transport business can you tell us uh, what that's meant in your business and share some of their success stories. Well, definitely diversity is a huge thing in the industry as we, we, we have, we've got an ageing driving workforce and so we're an advocate for both genders and doesn't matter what nationality or gender you are, we, it's about bringing them in and giving everyone an opportunity and I'm not going to sit here and say there's a different point of difference for that but it definitely we are, we, we're strongly adverse to, to bringing females into the business and giving them an opportunity, whether it be a truck driver, we've got a number of... Um, ladies that are driving B-doubles or road trains and, um, and definitely we've seen um, it work a lot in the regional areas, probably more than the, the larger cities. Uh, we're definitely in Townsville and Rockhampton, we've got a number of females and, and not just that, our management team is made up of a number of, I've always got at least one or two in my senior leadership group which is a female and they bring a strong opinion and they keep the males in line too. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Where do you think trucks will go in over the next ten years, Mark? I personally think that the the you know you talk about the innovation around the drivers' trucks. And I think in my business, I we won't see that in in the next ten years um, for the way our business makeup is definitely mining. I see it being a huge opportunity, and and it will grow there. But the the platooning and all that sort of stuff, uh, you know, how far are we off? I I can't comment. But I think the biggest thing is about fuel innovation. Euro six. But the, I think for Queensland and New South Wales, the biggest thing that we need is an inland rail infrastructure. Um, we're not going to be able to accommodate the, the freight task right now um, under the current infrastructure of the Bruce Highway, especially if you talk about um, Queensland. So rail will be a big thing around how transport develops, I believe, in, in, across definitely the east coast of Australia. And if you do the math, there's about 60% of all freight moves from Melbourne um, to far north Queensland. So I think the rail would definitely be with, you know, we've got to accommodate and we can't be scared of it. We've got to work with it because we're not going to be able to, um, you know, there's no way we're going to be able to move as much freight as we need with the freight tasks. That Don't we're have seeing. the capacity. No, no, it's not going to be happen. We can't no. get the drivers. We've got an ageing workforce that, you know, every, every 12 months it, it grows another year. So I think biggest thing that we can do is really develop youth and it's about how do we make a good news story out of what we do and... and um, we definitely need to work with the other d- different industries and the schooling of, of how we actually make it a, a registered, um, you know, a, a, a trade, a, yeah, trade or yeah. something. Not, they're not just truck drivers and be sure. positive about what we do. And if you think about industry, we probably em- employ probably up to 33% of where if you think somewhere it comes in the supply chain, the amount of people that actually is employed by tr- in transport or, or one way of transport is, is huge. So we need to make it a positive experience and get more pe- youth into the industry. And how do Follamont attract new drivers? Oh, right now we, we, we've got a number of, we've got a driver academy, we've got a youth academy, um, we've got our own dr- training development, um, whether it be management or um, everybody has to have some sort of a development program in the day-to-day so we're very yep. big of how do we bring youth in and 
and and grow within but i think the biggest thing is any business of the size of what i've got you've got to have succession planning and you've got to, you know, you've got to take it seriously and really think about how do you develop your people to uh, and give them sure. their goal setting and and you've got to be able to do that 360 feedback so it's two-way it's our management isn't just there you know, pointing the finger we, we, we're very big on how we do our employment surveys and, and getting a thousand people to tell us where we need to be better um, and take that seriously yeah no it's an integral part of the uh, decision process for sure. Yes. Mark, um, what do you see as the biggest challenges that the transport industry is facing at the moment? Uh, definitely the, the getting the um, enough enough drivers. That yeah. was the biggest thing. And I think we've got to stop being cutthroat. And, you know, we've seen some things happen in the past where two multinationals will go at each other and all they do is drop rates where yeah, we should be proactively trying to keep the rates and sure. the consumers up and supply and regular CPIs and... But it's really about how we come together as an organisation, as, as an industry body, and work together. Um, and, and we've got to promote uh, definitely how do we get youth is the biggest thing, is how do we get people that want to actually come work in the industry. But Sure. Um, and, and just the other thing is just how we're going to accommodate the, 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 that freight task of, of, of the growth. And you've, you've been a strong supporter of the likes of QTA and many of the other organisations. Do you feel that they they do a good job for the industry? Yeah, they do. Like um, QTA has definitely got, come a long way in the last sort of five years, um, but we we work very closely, and you know we've very we've got our own wellbeing program, and we, we we use QTA with that. We just recently did a campaign where they they come out and we did um, all our, got as many Lionel drivers there and did our you know, did heart rate checks and. Yep just to do about, about that check-in but um no they've been great they've definitely come a long way and work with us and proactively of how how we make it a better place for our staff and, and the industry itself as a body mark just changing tack for a moment uh, you've been dealing with brown and hurley for quite some time now and you've been dealing with our jim bowler one of our sales reps yep tell us about the relationship you have with jim well, i think i met jimmy about 24 I'll be over 20 years ago, and I think I've bought. I, I, we had a look the day, it was about 75 Kenworths in that time with Jimmy. And point of difference with Jimmy is I don't, Jimmy knows my business, so I can just ring Jimmy and say, Jimmy, get, I need this spec truck. And within the other, within 24 hours, there's a quote there. And the he's a personal friend, and, and I think it comes down, it extends beyond Jimmy, but it's the, the Brown Hurley group from the day dot that we actually started to do business together. We we formed a relationship and now you know it's into the third generation from when I first yeah. started dealing with them and just great people and you know even though Jim Hurley I still go out of my way to catch up with him once a year and have a beer and, and just show the appreciation of the family values of a so aligned and it's just great to do business with people that share the same values and care about their people and but yeah there's, it's definitely been about a relationship basis since the day dot and um, I don't think I've ever had a squabble or had, ever had to stamp my feet since the day I actually started doing business 25 years ago. Yeah, that's um, great. That's, um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter what branch it is, but I've never actually had an issue. And even today with Paul and Tony, you know, they're, they're great people. Um, and and you, yourself, Daryl, I've known you for a long time, but it's just great to do business with good people that are, um, work with each other, have a beer and, and enjoy and, and have a laugh. We certainly do that every now and again. Yes. They're good times. And uh, Mark, outside of Follamont, I know that you've got a little uh, side operation called Tobin Transport. Yeah. Tell us about those trucks. Uh, that's just um, just a side side thing. It's, uh, it's got a um, they've probably got a three or four trucks that sit at home and don't work. But it's, <laughs> it's probably the love for the Kenworth brand that I do have, and been fortunate enough to get some of the older models and 
that uh, you, know, you, you you can't pick up that um, that we're I've rebuilt them at home and and it's also about I I employ a um a young fella to work for me for many years and he keeps him busy and don't make too much you know make too bob out of it but it's it's, it's also feeds a pretty good fetish about the Kenworth product for myself. It certainly shows your passion for the product. Yeah, yeah. and uh, most of the convoy for kids etc. We see. Tobin Trucks, which is a yeah. credit to you. Yeah, no, it's a little fetish I've got on the side. <laughs> really appreciate you coming in today. Thanks for your time, Mark. It's been great to have a chat. Cheers. Thanks, Daryl. Before we go, don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast on your favourite platform. You can even give us a rating. When you hit the subscribe or follow button, it simply means that you'll be advised when the next episode drops. Your feedback is also very welcome. You can also get in touch here at Brown and Hurley on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram by email through our website brownandhurley.com.au. This podcast has been produced by Brisbane Podcasting Centre. Thanks for listening.